Welcome to Raw Relationships, the podcast that keeps relationships real and wonderful. I'm Melissa, and I'm your host. Good evening, and thank you for joining my podcast. Tonight, I will be interviewing Myrna Liu. She is a master palmist, and she will be um, doing the great pleasure of reading my palm. She has read palms for people like John Travolta, Kevin Bacon, um, Gerald Ford, the old president, tons and tons and tons of famous people. So I'm so, 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 so excited to have her read mine. So let's get to it. Let's bring her in. Hi, Myrna. It's fine, and I'm excited to be here. I think this is going to be fun. Yes, it sure is. It's it's kind of a different a different take on my radio show because usually I'm talking all about just relationships, but I like to throw in spirituality here and there with the chatting. So um, I'm actually very excited to have you here as well. So first of all, please tell us a little bit about yourself, Myrna. Okay. Um, When I was 10, I went to the hospital where my mother was a charge nurse to get a ride home after school, and I couldn't leave because she had to stay for another eight hours. The other shift never showed up. So she said, go sit down here and read this book, and she just grabbed something and told me to sit down and read it, and it was in the... um, volunteer wagon area and she didn't look at the title or see what she gave me she just told me to shut up and sit down because I was acting up so (laughs) I happened to be a book on palmistry and I didn't understand one word but I could remember the pictures and every page had an illustration on it and I memorized those illustrations and I went back every day for six months because they wouldn't let me take the book home and I studied (laughs) and studied And then I started reading, I was in the fourth grade. I started reading everybody's hand at school and the teachers and my friends. But my sister was my first one that I practiced on, and she was six when I was ten. So to this day, she still walks with her hands behind her and won't let me look. (laughs) She's afraid I'll see something. So once I learn a hand, I know it by heart, and I don't have to see something. You know, I know what it says. So. Mm hmm and um, then as I got older, I, I loved to write, and my degree is in journalism anyway, so they said, write what you know about. So in 1996, um, I wrote my first book called May I See Your Hand, because that's what I say to everybody when I meet them. So mm-hmm. I wrote the book on how to do it, and the reason was I couldn't find the book that I learned from, and I had looked for over 40 years for that book, and everywhere I looked, I couldn't find it because I didn't know the title or the author. I just knew what the book looked like. Mm-hmm. So after that book came out in 1997, I had a regular publisher. I was all excited, and I was doing a fair in Boulder, Colorado, because that's where I used to live near a man mm-hmm. sat down and he said, you sound just like a book I have at home. And I told him what the book looked like, the cover. He goes, yep, that's the book. And he gave it to me. So I oh, gave wow. him my book that was brand new and had just been published, and he gave me his. Mm-hmm. And so that validates everything that I memorized and that I learned from that book is exactly how I wrote mine practically. So oh, that was wow. the beginning of a career. Then I worked and I was married, and my husband said, 
why don't you not work anymore? I make enough for all of us now. You can just do this full-time instead of part-time. So mm-hmm. I said, really? So that was what happened. So I did 28 fairs a year. I did radio and TV. I had my own TV show. I did a lot of things. You know, I was busy all the mm-hmm. time. And now I'm 78 years old and I'm still working. Oh, wow. So I would never have guessed. I would never have guessed you were 78 years old. Well, and I should have quit a long time ago, but I'm probably going to do this until I can't talk anymore or I can't see the lines on a hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a hobby that's my passion now. And the one thing I talk to people about, the reason I wrote to you to be on your show, is because I talk about love and romance and soulmates more than anything, and couples, Mm -hmm. and I get people who come to me that want to know where is their soulmate, other people want to know if they're with their soulmate, the men want to know if they're going to get overlooked at work or get a promotion. You know, I talk about different things, not just that, but I love to talk about the love and soulmate part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because the hand yeah. does tell a lot, doesn't it? So then the second book I wrote came out in 2003, and that was with Infinity Publishing, and it's called Soulmate Connections, because to me, a soulmate is somebody you reconnect with from a past life. So that book is my most famous one. <clears throat> I do the most with that. I sell it all the time. It's on Amazon. It's everywhere. And it helps a lot of people. And I've put together over 3,000 couples, which is a lot of people because of that book Mm -hmm. from reading. They would read the book, then call me and ask me questions. And then I would, you know, I had to send a lot of wedding presents. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, the next year I thought, wait a minute, I don't just do love and romance. So I wrote the book called Diary of a Palm Reader. And that's my third book. Then I didn't do anything for 14 years. In 2014, I wrote, or maybe it wasn't quite 14 years, maybe 10 years. But on 2014, my book, Cruise to the Other Side, came out. And it's a paranormal novel. has a palm reader in it. And I'm writing my fifth book right now that's also a cruise ship with a palm reader. And it's Mm -hmm. um, a kidnapping of a newborn baby on a cruise ship. Oh, okay. So that one's going to be called What Happened on Emerald Deck. And it's about okay. halfway. I'm not done with it yet. So that's a mm-hmm. little bit about me. Awesome. Well, that's that's a I really love that story. Um, you know, how it just how it all came around full full circle, you know, with yeah. being given that book, not even knowing, you know, and then yeah, it's that's just to me, that's just so well, awesome. I think it's synchronicity. <laughs> you know, it yeah, was supposed yeah. to happen. And then my love for writing, and so that I combined them. You know, mm-hmm. so the the diary book I have is uh, 42 stories from, taken from s- sessions that I've oh, done okay. with people. I changed their names, but they're pretty interesting. I've done famous people that you've heard of, too, like Gerald Ford, who used to be our president. Mm-hmm. And I did um, Ivana Trump before she was divorced from Trump. And I told her I saw a divorce. And she, oh, no, me and the Donald are like this. And she holds up two fingers. And they got divorced two weeks later, so she knew. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did uh, Kevin Bacon, who's a movie star, Clint Eastwood, Sly Stallone. Those are all people you've heard of. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that um, must just be really interesting, hey, to see 
the inside well, of some of those people. Well, some of them have great big egos and some of them don't, mm. <laughs> you know. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, I did yeah. Phil Donahue because I went to high school when he did. And I read him when okay. he was 17 and I was 16. I did Irma wow. Bombeck. So there's people you've heard of, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So I hear that I get the pleasure of you reading my palm tonight. Yeah, but I didn't work it up. Not 100%. Yeah. I just did like an hour on it. But um, what yeah. I did was I'm going to tell you some of the highlights that I got. Perfect. Okay. So you want me to do it now? Yeah, you can, you oh, can definitely okay. go ahead. So yeah. what happened was, I first of all, whenever I do a reading, I ask the person to do this. So if you can put the phone in your on your neck or your cheek or something, I need you to fold both hands up. Okay. You know, just fold them up. Now tell me which thumb is on top. Uh, my right. Your right thumb is on top. So that means you're yeah. logical, practical, sensible, feet on the ground. You're not an airhead. Never have been. Not usually. Okay. <laughs> well, if a person's left comes up on top and they're right-handed, which is me, it means I was mm-hmm. born left-handed and I got switched. Oh, okay. So when the right comes up and you're right-handed, you're normal. <laughs> and that's a good thing. So I need to know yeah. that before I get started here. Okay, so on, I start with the lifeline, and there's five basic lines I do. And so there's Hindu, Indian, and there's Oriental, and I'm doing Orientals, the kind I do. So I do okay. life, love, work, reproduction, and the bracelets. So on your lifeline, I found that anybody under 50, which I know you are, we don't have to say your age, but anybody under 50 will have the opportunity of living to 120 to 130. And the reason is technology, you know, modern science, medicine, things are going to change. So when you're my age, they'll say, don't eat the food on this planet, everything will kill you. So you have a choice, either don't eat and die because you didn't eat, or you can drink water and breathe air and live to 120 to 130. Okay. So then it says your relatives, which is your gene pool, your lifeline. If you would put your elbow on your stomach, your right hand, throw your hand in front of your face, and then bend your fingers towards your nose a little bit, you'll see a lot of lines on your hand. Do you see them all? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Underneath the fingers, starting on the baby finger side, is a big crease, and that's your lifeline. And it goes from the baby finger across three fingers, two fingers and the baby finger, goes into, like, the corner of the index finger. Do you see that? Yeah. Okay. So that's the gene pool or your heredity line that you come from. It shows longevity. It shows 90s. So do some of your relatives live that long? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Okay. Then it shows you have two guardian angels, and most people have one or two, which is about right. Some people have a lot more. Some people don't have any. But who these are is not Archangel Michael. It happens to be people who died since you've been born, who felt something special for you, and instead of ascending, they hang out with you, their spirits with you. So you have two of them. So that's called the white light from God that surrounds you. Then when every baby is born, God gives your mother for you two presents and their little animal totems or animal guides. So you have an animal on either side of you, a human in front and one in back. You can't get any better than that. That means Mm -hmm. you're totally protected. So that's all good. 
then your mm-hmm. lifeline shows that <clears throat> when you were a young age, you might have had a lot of ear, nose, and throat stuff. Is that true? Do you um, remember any of that? I don't remember, no. Okay. Mine. Well, it just shows on your hand. You might not have told your mother you didn't feel good, too. Mm-hmm. Then um, at the end of the lifeline is a little fork, like a little V, and that's IQ. And it says you can figure things out. You can figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you don't know something, you work it until you do get it. And that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Then um, on the past lives would be that area between your fingers and the lifeline that I'm just describing. And you have four mm-hmm. of them. And normal is four to seven. So I said you were normal. So that means you're 400 <laughs> years old plus now. But I have to oh, ask well. you kind of a silly question. How do you like swimming? Uh, I, it doesn't bother me, but I don't do it. Well, if you did, how would you like it? Would you like to know that the bottom is there and touch it with your big toe? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, it says that you drowned in a past life, so that's you okay. have a mark that I have that shows drowning. So you have okay. three normal past lives, and one of them said you lived during the time of Christ. And okay. one of them said you were a Native American Indian male. So every time we come back, the sex changes. So if you had to come back next time, you'd be the guy, but you're not coming back. It says this okay. time you ascend and you're finished, you're done. You came here okay. to complete something. Whatever you come here to do, you're done with. Okay? Okay. okay. That was your lifeline. That was my quickie on the life. Now okay. you want the love line? Sure. Okay, well, it shows two marriages, so I don't know if that's right or not, or if you had one and you're just not with anybody now, or if you're on the no, first I, one. No, that's right. I have, oh. I'm on the second one now. Okay, then I was right. Yay! Okay. Yay. I usually get 90 to 95% right. So. Yeah. so the first one it shows was unbalanced and it ended in divorce, so you're not a widow. Yeah. Okay, this it was just not healthy. It said that you had problems relating to each other and nobody would, um, it just wasn't um, what you thought a marriage should be and you wanted a partner and he wasn't one. Is that true? Yeah. Okay, now you yeah. have, you're happy, content, sharing, laughing, you're an equal. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yeah. So you got a partner this time. So there was no luck at all in the first one. Most of that was because you were young. The the second one, you have huge X's all over the place, and X stands for good luck. And it says okay. you had luck when you met them, luck when you dated them, luck when you got married, and it's lucky now mm-hmm. because you got the right person. That's why you don't have to come back. And the reason right. he's the right person, it's the soulmate. And the symbol that's a soulmate symbol is over by your wrist. If you look at your hand, there's a mm-hmm. uh, thing that looks like a pyramid or a V down by your wrist, but still on your hand. Do you see it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't she... call it a pyramid. It's more like um, it's about one inch in from your wrist, and it's um, there's just an area there that you could slide your baby finger into. I don't know how. It's under your thumb and down a little bit. There's a place there. Do you see that little slot? I think I see. Yeah, I think I see what you're it's talking about. It's like a slot. Yeah. Okay. You're supposed to put your baby finger from the other hand in that slot. And if it fits, that says sealed with the kiss by God. Now, do you see oh. two lines going down the middle of your hand that looks like a ski track or a, or a, ra- a railroad track? Yeah. Okay. 
take your baby finger and slide it down that entire track. And I know it fits in there. Yeah. And that's sure a soulmate yeah. who marches to the same drummer's beat you do. Oh, okay. so it doesn't mean perfect because nothing is in this world except mm-hmm. God. But it means that um, you both do your own thing, but you do it in tandem with each other. So you have your hobbies or work, and he has his, but you're still pulling for each other, and you're right beside each other. Yeah. Then, um, let's see what else? Says he's romantic, and after 25 years with you, he's going to marry you all over again. You'll probably redo your vows. Mm-hmm. And then um, on work, it says you have a different um, kind of work than a lot of other people because you have certain talents and abilities. You can read people. So Mm -hmm. that means that you get a gut feeling. And the reason I know that is under your index finger is a giant X. Do you see that? You might not be Okay. So X is on that area. Those are called mounds under the fingers. And under the index finger is ESP. And it says that you can tell when somebody isn't who they say they are. So if somebody yeah. told you they were a five-star general, you probably say to yourself, bet me he probably wasn't even in the service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That means you, you have that sixth sense, and that's an ability or a talent that everybody doesn't have. It means you can't be duped. It means that you pay attention to details, that you're organized and detail-oriented. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's on work. Then it says, you've always been a leader, you're not a follower. You've never been lazy. Um, You should have been a teacher. That was your calling. I don't know if you ever knew that. No, no. And it doesn't mean in a school district where you stand up in front of a class. It means explaining and teaching things to people. You could have been a tour guide. It just means you're Mm -hmm. able to um, explain things. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. That makes total sense, yeah. And then it says that you come in through the back door when you want something from somebody and you want them to give it to you. You come in, but you're so you're what we call a gentle giant. So you can get what you want, but they don't know they're really giving it to you because you're kind of sneaky about how you get it. But that's a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that means yeah. you're on the path that's for your own higher good. You're doing the right thing. Then, mm-hmm. um, let's see. You have four past lives, I told you that. Mm-hmm. And a soulmate means there's no competition, no bickering, no sexual frustration. It's just smooth sailing. And that's what I think you got this time. Yeah, for the most part. There's oh, every day. Well, yeah, there's days you want to kill them. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> we all yeah have. exactly. Yeah. Um, in work, it says you take on responsibility easily. Um mm-hmm. You're, and then um, you're good at keeping records or following through. It says you're sensitive and caring, and you have good giving characteristics. That means you're not a taker or a user. You're mm-hmm. intuitive. I told you that you could read people. You're a visionary, yeah. so you can project. Um, mm-hmm. You get bored quick. You need a challenge or something to look forward to to keep your mind stimulated. Mm-hmm. You're your own best friend, your own worst enemy because of self-talk in your head. Sometimes you take on more than you should, but you always think about other people before yourself, so you're the opposite of selfish. And you Mm -hmm. like to stay busy. You can't sit around and do nothing. So how was that so far? That's 100% on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So when I said you drowned in a past life, 
because I have the same mm-hmm. symbol, and it's over at the side of your hand. It's by the uh, by your baby finger, and between uh, the lifeline and the beginning of where the baby finger is connected, you have a slot there, like a little... Uh, oh, yeah. That's a drowning. Oh, I'll have so to look then, at my little um, guy, because he he is, like, so scared of water, and I have no idea why. I wonder, can you tell on kids? Oh, yeah. You okay. can look on your own kid and see if that symbol is there. That means yeah, in a past life he might have drowned, or he's carrying it yeah. from you, but I never heard of that. Yeah. It happened now. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm still looking to see on work. Um shows you've done different jobs or different careers in your life. Mm-hmm. And you say, I want something. I don't know what I want, but this isn't giving me an up. So you're only happy when you're up when something yeah. is giving you um, a fun, you know, you're helping somebody else, but you're helping yourself too. Yeah. Then reproduction shows you could have had four children. I think you have two. No, I have four. Oh, you did have four. Woo! Yep. Got yep. that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there are two, but I had two, um, two that are like 20 and 18, and I have two that are a year and four. But are these like all seven. biological, or two of them are? Yeah, uh, they're, no, they're, they're all, all yours. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's a big difference. Yeah. Well, I have two steps that are. They were five and seven when my kid was twenty-five, so I know about yeah. big time differences. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was your reproduction, and actually, the male determines what your egg is going to do. You can't make it happen it just is what it is so are they all perfect with arms legs brain cute when they came out yeah perfect that's all we care about then the bracelets are those rings around your wrist you see you have three rows well i can see three on the picture here okay so did you study in school when they chop a tree down we know how long the tree how old the tree is oh yeah yeah well humans have rings same way every living thing has a way to determine its age from a dandelion to a human so you show three rows that i can see and each row is worth 25 years so you're done with the first one you're in the middle of the second one and the third one's in already that's just a really good sign that shows strength and longevity okay so it's showing 75 years Okay, cool. I wouldn't like that if that did on mine, and I only had three, I'd be nervous now. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm past that, but that's not, you know, with you it's a good sign because you're not very old, and that came in early. So um, what's on there are decisions that you have to make, things that you live through where you have to decide, you know, should I or shouldn't I on something. And the bracelets are made up of little... um, Let's see, the first 25 years, you only had one major one to make. Second 25, there's one, two, three, four, five, five of them so far. And okay. those could be, should you buy this house or that house? Should you get your hair cut or leave it long? Should you, you know, it's, it's stupid things, but if it makes an impact on your brain, it's going to show up there. Okay. So that's as much as I got, but I did it like an hour to get that. So I hope you liked it. Perfect. No, I I did. I love that. That's it's crazy how much you can. Like I said, yeah, oh, 100%. I could do four hours on a hand and come in, get enough stuff that I scare people. I scare my. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "How do you do I that?" I don't know. I just do it because I like it. Yeah. 
well, save you I like something. Yeah, and I think, you know, when when we're truly gifted at something. Well, you know, I don't know that um, I'm gifted. It's just I know that it became it was a hobby that became a full time thing that's still going on. You know, mm-hmm. and I love it. If you, I like when I help people. I don't like when they cry, and I don't like no. when couples come together and they're yelling at each other. Yeah, then I have to separate me. them and put one in another room, <laughs> just like children. Put them in their in their corners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to sometimes. So um, yeah. the book I wrote on soulmate is um, the first seventeen pages are things that even people's mothers don't tell them, like you know, mistakes not to make this time, questions to ask, 15 qualities to look for in a mate, how do you recognize them, when will they come, will they stay forever, what do we need from each other, all that stuff is in there. And so Mm -hmm. when the publisher called me up, which he never calls his authors, he says, we have 900 authors here, I've never looked up a single one or called anybody, but I'm calling you, so I said, ooh, what's wrong I thought something was mad, he was mad or something so he said, I'm 59 years old, I've never had a soulmate I didn't even know what it was, I just knew I wanted one, everybody talks about it all the time, so he said I went in the restroom, this is the part I didn't need to know, I sat on the (laughs) pond I read your book for one hour so he said, I'm going out to find my soulmate mate he had to get a oh. wedding present for me oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that funny so he tells me yeah. to charge 300 for the book i said what he said it's worth 300 dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. that's that's a compliment you know that was something yeah. i didn't expect yeah so how long so, did it take him to find a soulmate after reading the um, book? about six months of, after he read oh, my wow. book he knew what to do and how to do it you know Mm-hmm. There's 46 stories in there, and every one of them is a hint, and all you have to do is resonate with one of them, and you got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he resonated with one right off the bat, and he knew what to do, and he didn't believe in, you know, like dating, and uh, I don't even think computer dating was even around yet back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're talking quite about bit. 2004. So, <laughs> so could I'm you still having that book reprinted, you? and I'm still selling them, so... Yeah, and can you find your soulmate off a of computer dating? Is that possible? Uh, some people do. I've had both kinds of stories. Some people find their mate, and they're so thrilled to death, and they're wonderful, and they've been married a long time. And some people tell me these horror stories about how mm-hmm. the person lied and put their high school picture on there when they're 50. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they... They blow themselves up and say they're five ten and they weigh one fifty and they're really buff and we get to the door they're five five and they're round as a ball and ball yeah. <laughs> and you say who are you and they go well I didn't have a good picture so I put my high school reunion picture in there or I put yeah, my yeah. you know so you can't really believe everything you read on the internet yeah that's I tell the people. Truth. Yeah, I tell the women, I say, don't tell them where you live. If you're going to meet them, meet them in a restaurant that's a neutral ground with your own car so you can get away. Yeah, yeah, you know? public places. You always have to be out for your safety first before yeah. anything else. Yeah. Agree there. So what is your, what if you could give one word of advice, um, what would be your your advice to people? Truthfulness. That, yeah, I think if you if you're gonna lie right in the beginning of a relationship, it's just gonna go downhill. You have to tell mm-hmm. the truth. 
So if you were a bad partner and you're going to change and try and do better, you don't say it was his fault, he caused it. That's what the breakup's all about because it takes two to tango. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you have yeah. to be truthful and say I may have been a little selfish or I may have been a little bit snotty or I may have been this or that. I'm not going to be like that anymore. And then mm-hmm. you're being truthful and people appreciate the truth better than you know, a bunch of fibbers. Yeah, they sure do. I know I'm all about the truth, and it's sometimes it's hard to look within and well, I get be accountable. Well, I get mad because they start. They say I must have an allergy, and they're wiping their eyes. And I go, <laughs> uh huh, and I have to leave the room because I know why they're crying. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're crying because I hit them right in the solar plexus, and I tell it like it is. But I also listen when they have something to say. I don't say anything. Mm-hmm. I start doing the hand, and then they start telling me stuff, and I just sit there till they're done. Yeah, yeah. You know, so my husband always says, that was the longest hour reading you ever did when somebody comes to the house. And I say, mm-hmm. well, you know, you don't rush it. An hour no. could be an hour and five minutes or an hour and 15 minutes, and whatever it takes, it takes. I don't push them out the door if they're crying. Yeah. Well, I think it's a kind of a bit of a healing thing for a lot of people too, right? When they, well, it's you like know, a, it's, it opens up wounds that they thought they buried, you know, and I just open mm-hmm. them back up right away. Yeah. Just like I said, I think I see two marriages on your hand. If I wasn't mm-hmm. right, I would be a big mouth and I'd be saying something and you'd say, no, no, I'm perfectly happy with my marriage. Then right. I would say, oh, I read that wrong. You heard right. me say yay when I got it right because I'm pretty yeah. pretty good on stuff. The best yeah. part about your marriage is it looks like a chicken wishbone. That's what a marriage looks like. Mm-hmm. And the first one is early in your life. And the second one shows <clears throat> which where two people tie the knot. It becomes like a little point. I don't know if mm-hmm. you can see that on your hand. It's in the middle of your hand. That's the one you're in now. And it has to have a base or a bottom going across it or it's no good. And you have the base, which says that finality. This is the rest of your life. That right. means you have the right partner this time. Well, that's good because I'm sick and tired of looking for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you shouldn't have to ever look again because this that's is where good. it's supposed to be. You know, even if yeah. you have to wait for him to grow up and you have to teach him <laughs> or whatever else happens, mm-hmm. or yeah. they have to wait until you catch up with them. Nobody's ever at the same place at the same time. Yeah, it's not the truth. <laughs> You know, well, sometimes men say, school's way back there. Nobody can make me learn or read a book. Well, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. And then other times they say, why can't you learn this? I'm learning it. You should learn this with me. Let's learn this together, how to build a TV. Like, we care mm-hmm. about that, you know. But it's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, that's what it is, you know. Yeah, that's how my hubby is with the jeeps. He's like, "Oh, come look at! I just tore this apart." And I'm like, "Huh, huh? You, you just yeah, have right. fun. We out don't really doing care, but thing. you have to act like you're interested." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll come look and show interest because you do when I garble on about my stuff. So. Yeah, right. That's exactly what a partner does, though. Yeah, at least exactly. you don't have to get on your hands and knees and tear it apart with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They With do the two work kids, and then they want, you to, they want to uh, get the attaboys from you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good that way, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you've been doing this for quite a while. Yeah, well, I started when I was 10, so that's 68 yeah. years. 
and I'm at 55,692, counting you. Oh, wow. And my wow. sister was number one, and you yeah. are the 55,602. Uh, nice. Well, that sounds like a good number. <laughs> yeah, well, if you want to add it up and see what it is, 5 and 5 is 10, 16, 17, 18. 18 equals 9. 8 and 1 is a 9. And in numerology, 9 means a completion year. Yeah. A year to complete things that you started yeah. or things that are coming around and you have to finish them. So. Yeah, nines are good. So um, I have a question about, um, it, this just popped into my mind, so I'm going to ask it. When okay. people pass away by accident, so say a car accident, yeah, is that something you can see? No. Um, like, is, is that faded no, or is that actually not, an accident? No, actually, I have to see what's either going on or what's coming, but not think, not doom and gloom stuff. What I see mm-hmm. that's coming is they're going to be a millionaire or they're going to, you know, those kind of things. But I don't see death ahead of time. Okay. I see dead okay. people. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. people come in my house for a reading and I can't close the front door. So I say, just yeah. go down the hall. My room is over there on the left. I'll be there in a minute, and then I can finally close the front door. And I come in, mm-hmm. and their grandma comes in with me or whoever just passed. And I'll mm-hmm. say, uh, is your grandmother real short? she say, well, yeah, she wasn't even five feet. I say, did she mm-hmm. carry a patent leather purse under her uh, arm like it was the family jewels, and she didn't let it out of her sight like a clutch bag? She said, yeah, how do you know that? I said, did she have a hump on her back? Yeah. I said, she's standing right over there. Then we all cry. Uh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. scares me too. I don't like that, but I can see it. Yeah, so I'm I the can't same. see I... death coming, but I can see somebody who just passed. Yeah, um, I just wondered if it was faded, like if it's something that's fake. Well, something that's see, and I don't believe in. I think your lines on your hand, fate is your whole hand. Okay. There are people that do the fate line, and they say, "Oh, this is going to happen," and blah blah blah. And I don't predict that like that. Okay. I think your okay. fate is what you're doing, and what how you live your life, and how you, um, you know, whatever comes your way, you handle it. Right. Yeah, I, I agree That's with your you. Fate. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think so. Some I can't say, say to somebody, "Don't go on the plane tomorrow." Ooh, it's going to wreck. Yeah. Because I don't see that. Yeah. That's not on a hand. Yeah. Okay. You know. And yeah, that's that's cool. So you're so you do you do mediumship readings as well then? Or I don't you think just... so, but maybe <laughs> I don't okay. know. I don't call myself a psychic even. I'm mm-hmm. psychic, but I don't you know say I'm a, I say I'm a master palmist because right. okay. everybody's psychic a little bit. Yeah, and I think I, I am a little bit. Yeah, it's but just I how much more than that. I use the lines. That's my you know, vehicle to drive the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when somebody comes I think to me, awesome. they don't want to hear their past. They already know their life and their past. Mm-hmm. I don't know them. Yeah. So I yeah. have to look and catch up, you know, to get where I am today. So I always say, how old are you? Because I need to know where to look today. Mm-hmm. And then um, what month is your birthday? Mine's in June. Okay. So in June, you're going to be the next number that what you wrote me that you are. And three months yeah. after June, which would be June to July, July, in August, you're going to be the next number. 
And the reason is your mother carried you for nine months, right? Right. So if you have your birthday in three months makes a year. So you take your birthday, you count out three months after that, your birthday and you turn the new number, and now you're the next number. So that makes me 79 now. I hate that. (laughs) That's the way you have to do it. I think I'm 30-something in my head. I never gave in to age, so... Well, that's good because I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be dyeing my hair when I'm 89 and 90. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not going to ever show it. I'm not going to let that ever get gray. You know. Yeah. Some no, of my friends are going gray, and they said it's great. You never have to do it again. And I said, well, that isn't going to be me. <laughs> no, no, me neither. I have to yeah. agree with you there. My. Well, you I don't have gray hair. hair yet. I would have it if I didn't. Oh, I do. Yes, yeah, it's, it's there. Well, you might have two. <laughs> <laughs> One or two, maybe not a head full, you know. Not, not so, quite yet. No. Yeah, no. I'm giving a lecture um, April 12th, and it's on soulmates. And so far, I have I think 12 people said they're coming, and it's in this okay. little store. So mm-hmm. I said to the woman who's got the store, "Do you have enough chairs for everybody?" And she said, "Well, we have 12." I said, "But I just told a few people, and I already know 12 are coming." Yeah. <laughs> so. You have to get more chairs, or they'll have to stand yeah. up. Yeah, well, when I, I do that, it's... sometimes I get eighty people. Oh wow! And well, where, because... where are you? Um, I'm in Florida, in a town called okay. Venice, Florida. That's um, okay. Sarasota is above us, and behind us, below us, is Fort Myers. So we're in the middle. Okay, that's quite a distance from Colorado, isn't it? Oh, two thousand miles. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Well, so when my did... husband retired, I said, I would like to go to Florida. He goes, well, that's the first time I've heard of this. I said, I've been yeah. saving palm reading money for 10 years. So he says, well, yeah. we can't have a house there and one here, too. I said, I'm never shoveling snow again. You can either come and visit me at my house or you can come with me. He goes, I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the house with palm reading money. Oh, wow. With the Good swimming pool. Yeah. Good so you. that's because I was saving and saving, and I didn't spend it, you know, all that time, yeah. and that was what I had in mind. So yeah, well, good for you. Yeah, I think so I was swimming today in the pool, and then we have a jacuzzi, so I got in there. So I have a good life. Yeah, but I work every single day too. So. Mhm. Well, at least you work doing what you love, right? Yeah, well, I've talked to people in ninety-four countries. So wow. when, the, when a hand comes in over the um, computer and PayPal mm-hmm. notifies that you have, you know, somebody paid the fee, I just mm-hmm. go, well, the pool will wait. I'm doing this first. And I always say I yeah. have a three-day turnaround. And that's because mm-hmm. one time I had 14 of them in a basket mm-hmm. on my desk that I had to do. That's the most I've ever had at one time. But we had been gone on a vacation for a week. And when I came oh. back, there was 14 of them waiting on me. Wow, and so do you find like that it takes? Do you find that ahead. it takes a lot of energy out of you to read people's palms? No, I get high as a kite. Doesn't do a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just love same. it. So. Yeah, I, I come home singing and happy. If I'm in a fair after I'm exhausted from the fair because I maybe do twenty, mm-hmm. twenty-five people in a day, but mm-hmm. those are like yeah. twenty-minute readings. But when I come home. I sing and hum and call everybody honey and sweetie because I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, funny, it's definitely it? it's definitely a feeling of euphoria. I think I know I do. I've put on some psychic fairs here where I live in Canada, and yeah. same thing. It's just such a buzz. You know, you're driving home and you're just like on cloud nine. <laughs> well, you're singing <laughs> and with the radio, yeah. or you're you know that's it because yeah. you help people. Yeah. The thing is, um, I make a lot of friends. They all, a lot of people say, let's do lunch. Well, I don't ever have time to go do lunch with the Mm -hmm. clients, you know. So I say, okay. And then I never manage to do it because that's not good. Yeah. You get your (laughs) business and your pleasure mixed up, you know. Well, I think sometimes, you know, if it it is a pleasure as, as well as a business, it's hard to not, right? Well, I just try not to. You know, hobnob with. I did a party um, in a town called Bradenton, which is above Sarasota, which is about an hour from my house. And I did, I think, mm-hmm. 11 women there in the party. Mm-hmm. And after it was over, one of the women said, I've, This is a love story. You'll like this. This woman said, Somebody found me on Facebook that I went to high school with. We were lovers. And then I had to move away and we lost contact. And it was 40 years ago. And we both were married to somebody else and we're both divorced now. He's coming to visit. So I said, oh, great, when? Tomorrow. And he was coming from Minnesota or Wisconsin or somewhere or Michigan. So I said, well, let me know when it's over how everything works. She said, oh, I'm bringing him for a reading to your house tomorrow. Can you fit me in? So I happened to have time, you know, and he came. And they look like a match set, and that's what soulmates should look good together. When you stand them up next to each other, if you took their picture, it should mm-hmm. look like somebody 18 and somebody 80. They should look around the same, you know, they should look good. So mm-hmm. I look at her, and I look at him, and I went, oh, my God, that's a soulmate. Then I read his hand, and he mm-hmm. was in a marriage for 40 years, and he should have left after the first 10, but he didn't. Yeah. And yeah. because they had kids, he stayed. They had five or six kids, so he stayed, and he stayed, mm-hmm. and he stayed. And when he got the last one out and married, that's when he got divorced. Wow, eh? What a waste of many years. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. the reason I've told you that, because the party was fun, but the woman says, I'd like to c- come back when he's go- when he goes back. He was just coming for a long weekend. And then mm-hmm. we can sit and talk about it. And I said, oh, I don't do that. If he mm-hmm. wants to tell you what I said, that's okay, but I'm not going to repeat things. No, yeah. It's supposed to be private. And it's supposed to be between, yeah. you know, it's like a doctor with confidentiality. You don't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I said, I, agree. I can't tell you what I saw. And she said, oh, but I can come and you can explain it all to me. I said, nope, I'm not doing that. No, yeah. Yeah, if he wants you to know, he'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of the people who write to me from different countries don't write very good English, and it's real hard mm-hmm. to understand what they want. And I tell yeah. people, if you have a list of questions, send them. If, tell me yeah. your age, you know, and send me your list of questions. And the question would be, you reading mine palm? <laughs> you know? Mm, and so yeah. I'll write them back and say, yes, I'd be glad to read your palm. Here's what the fee is. I use PayPal, blah, 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 blah. And then they, they ask questions. I don't understand the question. <laughs> mm-hmm. The way they ask it, it's like reverse to how we would talk or think. Yeah. You know, it's it's just, it's like backward from what I know how to understand. So I have to yeah. like put the puzzle pieces together to figure out what they want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Well, perfect. Well, I won't keep you much longer, my dear. 
Okay, well, I'm it's thrilled that you had you me are. on. And I had yes, fun with this. And good. I hope that and you, you know when it'll be on the air. As soon as I um, get it all put together, I would say okay. tomorrow morning probably. Um, where can people find you if they want to order okay. uh, a reading I'll with you? I'll tell you what my website is first, and then they can also mm-hmm. have my email. So my website is www.myrnalupalmistry.com, and it's spelled M-Y-R-N-A-L-O-U. <clears throat> Excuse me. Palmistry is mm-hmm. P-A-L-M-I-S-T-R-Y dot com. And I was named for Myrna Loy, who's a movie star. Probably never heard of her at your age. No. um, And so my mother named me Myrna Lou, and it looks like my when you see M-Y, but it's Myr. Mm -hmm. So it's M-Y-R-N-A-L-O-U-P-A-L-M-I-S-T-R-Y.com. My um, website is HMG, those are our initials, at private i and it's spelled private p-r-i-v-a-t-e then the little letter i and the reason i have that is because what i do is private and it's i doing it (laughs) so private Mm -hmm. i isn't that cute perfect yeah and so so they um, can they they can can look up my website and see what all i do you know and if they want to get in touch with me they can email me or they can just read the website and then Perfect. a lot of people call me, and I don't want them to call the way from Canada. Mm-hmm. You know, or, well, your thing goes out all over the world, so they could call me. Yeah. So I can yeah. give you the phone number, too. So sure. it's yeah. 941-412-4916. Perfect. And I have my voice is terrible because of, we have pollen in the air here. Oh, it's that time of year, I guess. I we have the vote. Yeah, you have it we too, probably. Uh, I don't seem to. I seem to be okay, but we have a, like three feet of snow on the ground still. Oh so. yeah, you don't have what we have. Well, right now everything's no. in bloom and blossoming, yeah. and all the trees Not are dropping either. this stuff that's pollen stuff, and it makes my nose act up. Yeah, no, it's it's so. yucky here. Well, you have a great evening, and uh, I again, like I said, thank you so much. Uh, for being on the podcast and for just sharing the space with us. What a great interview. What a gifted lady. It's always so interesting how our palms have so much information imprinted in them. Makes me want to go read a book or two myself on palmistry, except I'm way too busy as it is. I hope you all enjoyed my podcast tonight. And I look forward to bringing you many more. Have a great night. Peace out.